What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Times Up Outdoors podcast, brought to you by Tethered, tetherednation.com, one-stop shop for saddle hunters. If you're not a saddle hunter and you deer hunt, you should look into getting into a saddle and see what that is all about, because I don't think you'll ever go back. Uh, the mobility that it creates and the freedom and the options that it opens up for you as a deer hunter is unbelievable. And it's comfortable. Um, We're also in a new partnership. This has not been announced yet, so you're hearing it here first. We are in partnership with Lacrosse Boots now. And we've all been wearing Lacrosse Boots since before Times Up Outdoors was a thing. Well, maybe not. Nico started Times Up Outdoors a long time ago. But I've been wearing Lacrosse Boots since I became involved. Uh, I love I love all of the boots that I have from Lacrosse. Um we were just talking about them the other day and the difference between my muck boots that I have and my lacrosse rubbers is that the lacrosse just fits more like a sneaker and feels way more comfortable on my feet whereas the muck boot kind of just flops around um so enough of that this is this is going to be a quick one solo actually not completely solo I'm sitting here with my son Owen it's 7 35 in the morning on Wednesday October 11th the day of the moose hunt. One year ago, around this time, my dad was gifted a hunt of a lifetime. He was told to plan a hunt with his son. And it could be whatever he wanted it to be. And to uh, send the bill to the owners of the company that he poured concrete with for... 30 plus years. So my dad essentially worked his, literally worked his ass off and back off uh, for the better part of his life. And I get to reap the benefits. (laughs) Happy retirement, dad. Uh, we, We contacted Alex from East to West Hunts. Uh, Alex does all kinds of different things. He sets up, you know, uh, out of state hunts with your tags. Um, he is a wealth of knowledge with that kind of stuff. Um, tag applications, hunt planning, guided hunts. Uh, he does gear rentals. Um, he'll help you plan DIY hunts or guided, um, does all kinds of stuff. So he actually, uh, we were we, we wanted to get this hunt in, in in a year, and everybody knows if you're planning a guided hunt like this, you 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 don't you, you need more time. Um, Alex was able to find us a, a spot in a real good with a real good outfitter uh, in Newfoundland, and that is where we will be going to hunt moose. We leave today. We fly out at about four o'clock. Um, we have a layover in Toronto, and then we'll be in Deer Lake, Newfoundland. Uh, at like midnight and then stay in a hotel and they pick us up take us to base camp tomorrow and from base camp we fly in a helicopter to wherever our camp ends up being this outfitter has multiple spike camps uh, out in the bush as they say Um, so we will be flying in a helicopter and they drop you off and you're there for seven days and um, from what I heard, a guy that I know actually just got home from there 
he was he was with the same outfitter and he said that uh you're wet and it's he said it was kind of warm for them um i think it might be colder this week there but he said you're everything's wet all the time um it's boggy soft ground um this place has a lot of caribou so i guess there's there's a little bit more solid ground with the caribou trails from what we were told um, and they do have some Argos that take you a little bit of the way, but he said there's no avoiding long, long hikes, like miles and miles of hiking to glassing knobs, um, where you glass for moose and then, and then put a stalk on the moose to try to get closer. I've never done anything like this before. Um, and I am nervous. I'm excited. Um, I've been packing for the last four days. Uh, all right, we're back. My battery died. Uh, not used to this new Zoom. The battery actually doesn't last very long. So I got cut off there. I think I was talking about how nervous I am. And I was talking about my packing. I've been packing. I've changed my suitcases to a bag and dumped suitcases out three or four times, repacked, got rid of stuff. We're only allowed to bring 70 pounds on our uh, helicopter plus our guns, which... It's a lot, but 70 pounds is quite a bit, but it, it adds up quick. Like, um, things that they want you to bring with you are sleep, sleeping bag, 18 inch high boots, which I'm bringing my lacrosse alpha burly non-insulated and, um, which aren't too heavy, but they take up a lot of space. And then you need, you know, a towel you need. Um, I think I said my sleeping bag, all of your hunting clothes. Uh, you need layers. You need rain gear. Um, I'm going with mostly first light stuff. I, it's all really pack packable. I just just bought all of it for this trip. Um, it is because uh, you, you you do a lot of hiking in the mornings and you get to glassing knobs where you sit for a long time and get cold. So you have to have stuff packed in your bag that you can put on while you're glassing. Um, and you need to be wearing rain gear throughout this whole period. So you have to have all that. And then obviously socks and underwear. I'm not taking anything extra. It's just my hunting clothes, my layers, my rain gear, my backpack, which is quite large because I'm filming this and I need a good backpack that I can carry my camera gear with. So that's larger than a normal person that would be going on this hunt. Um, and that takes up a lot of room. Um, Steve, Steve Smallridge actually lent me a, a bunch of stuff. He came in clutch today, actually yesterday I went and picked it up from his house. And then today he's given me some portable boot dryers because right now I currently have my tall full size Pete boot dryer stuffed into my bag, uh, in three different pieces. And, um, I'm going to take that out and he's got these small ones. He also hooked me up with some uh, trigger locks cause I didn't have any for my guns. And uh, he gave me a QU bag, which is, this bag is really, really nice, uh, but it's a pack. Um, but my pack, my Alps Traverse, I love. I just love the way it's set up. I have a spot for all of my camera gear. Um, it's just heavier and bigger, and uh, which I'm okay with that, but it's just, it made it difficult to pack. Uh, but I did. I got it all in there. I got it all. Everything is stuffed into one of my wife's army duffel bags. And then I have a carry-on. Um, I got some video uh, of me 
packing all of this stuff and standing on my suitcase trying to get it all to fit and close. So, uh, you know, I'm bringing snacks. I got the hun- uh, honey stingers. I'm bringing those. I got, uh, you know, your water bottle, your tripod. I got two cam- three cameras, uh, GoPro or DJI Osmo, rather, and uh, the A7, the AX. Um, I want to do a good job at filming this. This is a hunt of a lifetime. I don't think I'll ever be able to go on it again. And not only do I want to provide good content for our listeners and our viewers for Carbon TV, but I want to have it for myself and for my dad. It's a good memory. <clears throat> so packing has been a stressful, stressful thing for me. But I've had some some advice. My wife threw me some videos that I watched on packing for hunting trips like this. Where there's quite a bit of information out there and gave me some good ideas. Steve gave me one of his gun cases uh, and some soft cases because we have to bring hard and soft cases. Uh, so... Steve's fits two shotguns and then I can put two extra soft cases for our rifles in them. We got a hard case for the rifles. Um, yeah, packing. I didn't think it would be this stressful until like four days ago when I'm like, holy shit, I got to pack. And then I got to weigh everything to make sure I'm under the weight limits. Well, I got all that done last night. Declaration forms are filled out. Uh, we're checked in. Uh, I, I checked in our firearms early. You have to, you don't have to do that, but I guess it helps. So I called yesterday and checked those in and, uh, we're ready to go. My dad's on his way here right now. We're going to go through his stuff, make sure it's good. And we're going to get to the airport super early. Uh, flight leaves at four little wrench that got thrown into this last week on Wednesday. I called my dad and he seemed weird. Um, kind of just seemed grumpy, but in my dad's not in a bad mood typically, anymore he used to be a really grumpy old man for most of my life but sometime after my when my stepmom got sick and then she passed away he uh I think maybe he just realized that life's too short and probably also that he wasn't working as hard anymore but he uh he he's not a grumpy person anymore he's very positive very happy all the all the time and I called him Wednesday and he did not sound like himself he sounded maybe more like his old self well, 14 years ago, he had a heart attack on the job pouring concrete, and he was pouring concrete across the street from a hospital, and that's probably the only reason why he lived. He had a massive heart attack, and one of his guys picked him up and carried him through the ER doors, and they said that if he wasn't there when he did, he probably would not have made it. So Wednesday, I talked to him. I told my wife something's wrong with my dad. He doesn't seem right, and then... uh Thursday, I didn't hear from him. Friday morning, I sent him pictures of these bucks that I had seen Thursday night and uh, while I was out hunting, and he didn't respond, which is not like him at all. Like Usually, he would have called me because um, he's a big buck addict, and he didn't. So at like 7 o'clock, I get a text from him saying, call me when you get in from the woods, and you know that's a great text to receive. So now I'm like... Well, I guess I'm packing my shit up because I want to get a hold of him and figure out why he's telling me to call him. So I packed up and went into the camp camper and called him. And he says, uh, hey, you know when you talked to me on Wednesday? I go, yeah. He goes, I was having a heart attack. <laughs> I said, what? Uh, so, yeah, he had a heart attack on Wednesday last week, a week before he leaves for his moose hunt. Uh, uh, not an easy moose hunt either. This is not an easy moose hunt from what we have been told. It's very grueling. Uh, you're going to work for these moose and my dad just had a heart attack what happened is 14 years ago he had a heart attack and a graft 
I don't know what that is, but a graft, something, collapsed last Wednesday, which he forced it to collapse because it was collapsing and he was he he's does a lot of side work. He's retired, but he does a lot of side work. He was pouring concrete and he said he was working really hard that day. Um, and that's what happened. He forced it to collapse. So I don't know if it's a good thing that it happened then probably because I'd rather have it, have it happen last week than this coming week. However, the doctor did tell him that he did not advise that he goes on this hunt. So I asked him, you know, what are you going to do? And he's like, I knew the answer to that. He said, I'm going to this hunt. Nothing's going to stop me. I don't care. Uh, I'm like, okay. So the doctor pretty much told him to, I'm telling you not to go on this hunt, but I'm pretty sure you're not going to listen to anything we say. So here's my cell. Uh, send me a picture of the moose that you kill. <laughs> Which to me kind of tells me that the doctor was more precautionarily telling him not to go because he kind of has to as a doctor. Um, also, he's 65 years old and... Uh, probably most doctors would tell a person who's 65 not to do something like this uh, because doctors are fun Nazis. Um, and my dad basically was like, if if I'm going to be here, I'm going to live my life. And if I die doing this, oh, well, that's literally what he said to me. Um, and we had lots of funny conversations over the weekend. I was out at his house and he... You know, I was talking about um, if he does not make it through this hunt. I'm trying to maybe not talk too much about it because my, my little boy is sitting here, but it's his grandpa. Um, he told me that he wants me to continue the hunt. <laughs> he said, if it happens early, you better not quit. You got to kill a moose and don't don't fly home early. It costs a lot of money to, if you need to be picked up by the helicopter. It's like 1200 bucks. Plus like a $300 cab ride back to the airport, I guess. Um, so he was like, just keep me on ice until you got uh, to fly home, until you get a moose. Um, I really do think he's honestly okay with, with that. And I hope, I do not want that to happen. But I, I'll be, I'll be, I would be lying if I told you I'm not a little bit afraid that it could possibly happen. Um, the doctor did say his heart is fine. It was just that graft that collapsed. It caused the heart attack. Um, so it's fixed now. So I, I kind of think it was like a blessing in disguise. Like, uh, maybe he wasn't, you know, that was what was supposed to happen. So they could get that all squared away before he went on the hunt. So that's where we're at with that. That's kind of scary, but it's also kind of funny because my dad, he doesn't seem to be afraid at all. He said, if I, if I'm having a hard time doing something, I'll just, you know, Take it easy. So, yeah, it's been a year in the making. We, uh, I'd like to just give a big thanks to Alex from East to West Hunts. Um, he helped us book this whole thing and has been in contact with us every step of the way about it. I just talked to him yesterday. Uh, he's also helping us with some Utah mule deer and elk hunt and Steve in Arizona. And there's a bunch of stuff going on with Alex. Uh, Alex is from, you, you, you can find him at East to the number two West hunts on, uh, on Instagram. That's what I'm looking at right now. I'm sure he has a website too, but East to West hunts on Instagram or Google East to West hunts, East to the number two West hunts. And then, uh, big thanks to Steve for the stuff that he loaned to me. Uh, oh, bigger than the, I forgot. 
the most important thing that I'm bringing with me is my gun, and that's that was borrowed from Steve Starlight. Uh, 300 Weatherby. It's a beautiful gun, beautiful scope on it. I've shot it a bunch of times already. It's it's rock solid. Steve's let me borrow that, which is like huge. And it's kind of funny. It's a testament to the kind of people that your hunting buddies become. Um, letting you borrow shit like a gun. That's an expensive, expensive gun. And uh, he didn't even blink an eye. Like I didn't even ask him. He just, just was like, here, borrow this. And I, it was almost like he really wanted me to. Um, I actually had two people throw guns at me but my other buddy jordan offered his four four five seven oh and that's like his favorite gun in the world um i liked steve's a little bit better with the scope he had on it was a little bit more powerful and i wanted to make sure if i had to take a faraway shot i would be good to go but yeah so uh big thanks to steve and jordan for offering but big big thanks to steve for letting me take take his his gun um and uh even bigger thank you to the people who are making this entire thing happen uh gels mcconcrete out in grand rapids um my dad worked there for almost his whole life uh that the fact that they are giving my dad this opportunity is unbelievable and i know that my dad deserves every bit of it because my dad worked harder he's one of the hardest working people i've ever met in my life and that company, I feel, is very lucky to have had a guy like him throughout the the, the course of their their business. As a business owner myself, I know that's the type of person that I want to hire. Um, so huge, huge thank you to them, though, for, for doing this for my dad and me. This is going to be something that I never forget. And I never thought would ever happen or would I would ever be able to do. And uh, I would just want to say thanks to Gels McConcrete. Uh, I don't know. The the younger boys may possibly listen to their big duck hunters. Big, big duck hunters. Like big time. I think they're actually somewhere south right now duck hunting. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know when the season's are. Maybe Arkansas or something. Um, dad, Their dad trained Grand Champion Labs for duck hunting. He's got like two huge properties that he manicures like a golf course to train these dogs, like 80 acres I'm talking, that are literally, it's like a dog training paradise. Um, so they're big hunters, so maybe they do listen to this. I hope they do. I'd love to, I'd love to, for them to hear it. Uh, I will definitely thank them in person when I see them. But uh, big, big thanks to them because without them, this, not, this would not be happening. Uh, the amount of money that a hunt like this costs is probably out of reach for me at this point in my life. Maybe not later on in my life, but not not right now. So that's it. That's all I got for you. I want to do a quick one before my moose hunt. We're leaving, and uh, just wanted to keep this consistent. Uh, keep give you know get drop another weekly podcast episode. Um, I know it's deer hunting. Everybody's got deer hunting on their mind, but maybe it was a little bit of a shift from that. Uh, I did deer hunt last week. If you want to hear about that, uh, real quick, I saw two of the biggest bucks I've ever seen on my property and the biggest ones I've got on camera right now. I had them at about 75 yards in the beans in like daylight. They, they came out at like six 30. Uh, I saw four bucks that night, tons of dough. Um, there was actually a ton of action Thursday night, Friday night, uh, which it was raining and blowing wind. Um, the weather was horrible, but it was. I'm super glad I didn't let that stop me. Uh, having good rain gear helps. Uh, but 
I uh, I did see them. I tried to close the distance on them the next night, hoping they would do the same thing. They did not. I did see two more bucks. I found out that I have a buck on my property that has a double white throat patch and a white face. And I really want to kill him. I posted pictures of him on our story, so I got video of him. He he came in. I grunted him into like 60 yards, but I'm not that kind of a crack shot with my bow, so that's it. My deer hunting is is that that's where we're at with that. Uh, the boys are planning on going to Illinois, Nebraska, or Missouri. They don't know what they're doing yet. Um, they're looking at Illinois heavy public land for our one week in November trip that we go on every year. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to go. Um, I'm hoping they go somewhere a little bit closer to Missouri, than Missouri because maybe I'll just be able to go for like a few days. But this hunt's taking a lot out, out, putting a lot on my wife's plate and my mom's plate and my mother-in-law's plate with our son and our dogs. My wife has to be out of town for like two or three of the days while I'm gone also. So um, I don't know. We'll see if I'm even able to make that one week in November trip that we go on every year. I hope I don't miss all of it, but I don't think I'll be able to make the whole thing. Um, but we'll see. That's what they're doing. Uh, I'm sure that you will hear from them soon. Um, and if you continue following our story, you see pretty much everything we do. Uh, right. If you are a listener again, always please subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't done so already, already on whatever app you listen to it on, give us a five-star review, share it on your social medias that helps us grow. If we grow, we can continue to put out more content, um, and it, and it just really means a lot to us. We love hearing the feedback that we've been getting on these latest podcasts. And uh, we really appreciate all that. Um, so if you if you could do all that for me, that'd be great. I won't ask anything else of you. Owen, do you got anything you want to say? Uh, yeah. What do you want to say? You're going deer hunting. I'm going moose hunting. Moose hunting. Yeah. No, not this year. Maybe when you get bigger? You're not too happy about that, are you? When you're five, you want to go moose hunting? Okay, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Are you going to go deer hunting when you're five? You think, you, you think you'll be big enough to shoot a deer next year? I think you will be too, because uh, this year you were good. You stayed pretty quiet, and uh, and you shot the 22 rifle. So next year, maybe we'll see about shooting a bigger gun. And then we'll, we'll get you a deer. Maybe. We'll see. You got to practice though, right? All right. Okay. Let, let's say bye to everybody. Bye. See ya.